Ask the Podcast Coach for April 11th, 2015. Let's get ready to podcast. I got to watch how I, uh, how I dance. The other thing I haven't mentioned, <laughs> well, first things first. Welcome to Ask the Podcast Coach. It is the Saturday before New Media Expo. We are uh, beyond excited, beyond scared, and uh, having a good time. I am your host, Dave Jackson, from the School of Podcasting. Dot com and uh, joining me as always, the one, the only, don't be fooled by cheap imitations, uh, Jim Cullison from TheAverageGuy.tv. How's it going, buddy? Greetings, Dave. How are you? Oh, I know how you are. It's yeah, been a crazy Saturday it's been a morning, cr- so we have a lot to update on. Sure. I am I am uh, the proud owner, again, of a brute force attack at SchoolOfPodcasting.com. And lucky us, uh, this may be changing in the future. Ask the Podcast Coach is a subdomain or sub-add-on uh, domain of schoolofpodcasting.com. And all my websites right now are horked. That's the beautiful thing. That's why we're doing this over at... Um, we're on the Google event page today. And this is why you should follow us on Twitter. Uh, Jim, what's your Twitter? Yeah, at Jay Collison. And I uh, I tweeted the link out as well. Yeah, and I'm at uh, Learn to Podcast. And I also put it out on Google Plus and things like that. So, uh, yeah, it's been a fun day. Uh, here, we'll, we'll do this in like 15 seconds. I knew it was going to be fun when I walked in today and PowerPoint wouldn't start. Uh, so uh, a couple reboots later, everything was fine. And uh, it actually started yesterday in the shower when I threw my back out. And uh, I'm eating ibuprofens like they're M&M's, baby. So, yeah, it's been a fun weekend. I am a little sp- drugged up today, uh, are you? All drugged up, ready to go. <laughs> so, um, so, yeah, normally we would tell you to go to uh, askthepodcastcoach.com slash live, but if you go there now, it'll ask you to download a file, which I didn't download because, hey, it's not supposed to do that. No, I downloaded it and scanned it, and uh, no, there's no, there's no, mali- okay. I couldn't find, I used Bitdefender, and I couldn't, it couldn't find any kind of maliciousness in it, so I don't, I don't know what's going on. With yeah, it's, it's now, and all I heard from uh, HostGator, who is, uh, they escalated this the minute they looked at it, basically, and said, yeah, there's something wacky going on. And, uh, and of course, there's no ETA on that. But I'm like, hey, it's no big deal. I'm only going to an event and handing out a bunch of business cards. Uh, shouldn't make. <laughs> when do you leave? Oh, I, yeah, I'm, le- I'm leaving very, very early tomorrow morning. I will land at nine o'clock. Um, whatever that. What is that? PCT uh, in Vegas. I'll be there at nine a.m. Which yeah, I think they're Pacific. Which is weird because I like leave it eight and get there at nine it's like because i'm losing time as i'm going backwards right and, right uh, but hey uh i want to thank everybody who's going to finally make it over here if you have a question today uh that number of course is still that hasn't changed uh 347 uh, still kicking the tires on the blog talk radio stuff i was actually if i if i known this was going to happen we would have actually used this week to kick the tires and just use blog talk radio exclusively for their chat and everything else. But, um, I, when I realized what was going on, I started scrambling and hitting things and, uh, both Jim and I were like, yeah, we're doing Google Hangouts on air today. <laughs> That'll be the backup. It's just an easy, it's an easy backup, right? I mean, I think if you are, if you're a podcaster, you always have to have in your mind, just like you, you do at business, you always have to have a contingency plan, right? Mm-hmm. If this isn't working, I need to have some options. It's good to know what those options are. So, and especially in a live setting, and again, we don't have to go live at uh, ten thirty Eastern. Right. We could be a few minutes late. I mean, you have you have those um, you have that freedom, right? But. It's always good to have a backup. In this case, Google Plus, since we use that infrastructure, they yeah. 
they provide a pretty good page. Um, you know, we, Ray uses those for a podcaster's roundtable, and I hate the chat. I just, I, yeah. I can't, I can't stand it. It's awful. It's delayed. It's there's not enough chat space in there. I mean, there's just a lot of things wrong with it that it's it's not very good. But um, it for for a backup for a Google Plus backup, it works great. I mean, I mean for a if your site's down, you're, yeah. you're you're producing the video anyway, so not a bad way to do it. I think we're also live on Spreaker. In a Mixler, those options are still working. So yeah, you can, uh, Mixler was the only one I thought of. We could have pointed people to because you have your page. I'm not sure if there's yeah, an actual good backup. I don't know if there's that'd an actual good backup. Yeah, I don't know if there's a page on Spreaker. Like now that I'm live, I'm assuming. Yeah. Yes, it shows up as a live instance, and you could go to it. And there's a chat room there. To be honest, the Spreaker chat room is not very good either. No. It, it you can't resize it. You can't pop it out. At least you couldn't. Maybe that'd be some great uh, enhancements. Uh, Rob Greenlee over there at Spreaker. <laughs> Have yeah. you noticed lately where like Rob is just consulting over there yeah. and now we think he runs the place. Right. <laughs> but uh, it, it, so Mixler of all of them, everything we've used has the best chat. I mean, it is, yeah. it is, I think it's even better than chat wing, which yeah. is what we currently use. Uh, a couple drawbacks. One, you have to have a Mixler account to get in there. Uh, right. So that's, uh, you have to create that. And, but it's a great chat room. And the uh, the big news, um, I don't know exactly when it came out, but um, the U.S. Patent Office has basically come out and said the patent troll does not entirely own the concept of podcasting. In other words, uh, that whole thing, if you were worried about getting into podcasting because of the fact that people are getting sued, this pretty much cuts the legs out. They kind of basically are saying this person shouldn't have been issued a patent in the first place. Uh and so that was really good news. Uh, they, there's a PDF um, that I put a link in the chat room. I'll put a link in the show notes to this. And I'm looking for the definitive answer here. Um, the petitioner, which is the Electronic uh, Frontiers Foundation, uh, has shown by a predominance of evidence that claims 31 uh, through 35 of those patents are unpatentable. The order concludes, because this is a final written decision, parties to the proceedings seeking judicial review of the decision must comply with the notice and the service of requirements. Basically, um, it says we have a lot to celebrate. Uh, the attorney, uh, who is uh, Vera Renieri, said in a statement, but unfortunately our work to protect podcasting is not done. Personal audio continues to seek patents related to podcasting. So if we could just, I don't know, I was going to make an ISIS joke here, but I won't. Uh, we will continue to fight for podcasters. We hope that the patent office does not give them any more weapons to shake down. So we've kind of shut down their the patents that they tried, but it sounds like they're still looking like, hey, there's gold in them, their hills, which they've already said, we're not going to sue people uh, that are doing podcasting because there's not enough money in it. So it, it'll be interesting to see what happens. But at this point, it sounds like a pretty decent uh, blow for uh, for them at least. Maybe a, a yeah, hurdle. I, I think it's done. It's a done deal. It's this is the icing on the cake. I mean, I think it was done the last time they went through this when they were like, "Well, we're we're sorry, we're really not going to sue anybody. We just, you know, we're just kidding." And uh, and then I, I think definitely put to bed now. So I think as podcasters uh, closed, the book's closed, deal is done. Don't worry about it. Keep pushing forward. Keep, keep pushing forward. Um, the other thing I wanted to plug before I forget. Um, because I was kind of a last-minute addition, uh, my time at New Media Expo is Thursday at 2.15. I'm doing a presentation on overcoming 
your podcast fears. And um, it's kind of fun because I, I finished this Thursday and I'm now going back and just finding ways to make it fun and entertaining. And uh, it's going to be, it'll be interesting. I, it's going to be very Dave, if that makes any sense. Um, so I'm looking forward. The bad news is I need to stop at this point because I, I do this every year. I end up like leaving no time for questions because I keep adding one more thing. And, and I'm like, you know, it's good. It's, you know, I've made my point. Um, and uh, I, I did want to bring up one topic that I'm, um, I thought we could talk about just for giggles. Um, one of the fears is I'm afraid I'll get fired if my job finds out about my podcast. And here's the, that's the one that I went, oh, well, number one, what are you talking about? That's going to get you fired. And there is president. Uh, I need to remember the guys, the name. It, it was on podcast 411. This is like, and it was hilarious. I listened to the episode and they were talking about all sorts of like really, really old stuff. This is an old episode. And in this case, this person was, because um, they, they always say, what are the things you don't talk about at work, right? Abortion religion and politics. Those are the things you should not talk about at work. And he was, um, in this case, voicing his extreme lack of faith in an invisible sky buddy. He was not a fan of God in this case, which is, it's America. You're allowed to think that. But apparently his uh, employer heard this. And most employers these days can just fire you because it's Thursday and you're allowed to quit because it's Friday. Uh, And, um, yeah, so he got canned. Now, here's the cool thing about that story. He got hired by one of his listeners. <laughs> so, but I was like, boy, what do you say to somebody like that? Because the, the fun thing is, you know, you could always go under an assumed name. You know, I'm uh, whatever, you know, Brent uh, Big Jaw or whatever it is. Or, you know, Callie Lewis uh, for 10 years was Callie Lewis. Now, for the record, most of us knew that her real name is Laura Petrucci. Um, and the reason I say that now is because she's now has the third installment of what was geek brief that later turned to geek beat and now is geek Geek life geeks life. Yeah. She, her, her and her and John apparently have parted ways and she's no longer Callie Lewis. Now she's like, if you call me Callie, that's cool. But she's going with Laura Petrucci. I don't know why I cannot say that name. Um, which is why she went with Callie Lewis. That's probably right. it. But for years, you know, she went under a assumed name. And the only thing I thought of is, you know, but you also saw her face everywhere. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, I'm sure there are plenty of people like, why is Laura calling herself, you know, Callie? Uh, but I but thought about it. That's pretty common. Yeah. That's pretty common in, in entertainment. And, yeah. You know, those kinds of things. Change it. Make it easier. I, I don't know if that's a big shock to anybody. Yeah. But I just thought about that. I'm like, well, you'd have to have a new name. And then if you're really, really worried, I guess you could go. Reminded me of uh, Kiss back in the 70s, right, where they nobody knew what they looked like. You know, and I, right. th- I thought that would be hard if you had a co-host. Because what if they're like, hey, next week, uh, Pooter's going to talk about that, right, Dave? I mean, Pooter, right? They got to make sure they always right. call you by your fake name. And then also, whoever your co-host is, if they have a real name and you don't, you really got to trust that person. Right. So that would be kind of weird. And so I couldn't really come up with an answer for that. I just kind of went, if you're really worried about, A, don't talk about controversial stuff. I don't know that you're going to get fired for having a Shih Tzu podcast or something like that. But, uh, you know, I'm like, if you're really worried and you got a really, really good job, maybe you shouldn't podcast. Well, the podcast is not – I mean, you could get yourself in trouble with a blog. You yeah. could get yourself in trouble in showing up in the wrong public forum, getting 
published in the newspaper or something like that. So, you know, if you're going to say those kinds of things in public, it's not just a podcast that's going to get you maybe in trouble with your job. It could be any any of those forms of things that happen. So, you know, a tweet these days, obviously, gets, oh, yeah. can get you in trouble. Right. Oh, yeah. And so I don't I don't know if it's the my answer is I I wouldn't necessarily say a podcast. I would say social media in general would be, you just have to be careful. Yeah. You, I mean, you know your job, right? That's yeah. like, are they going to put up with that? I would gallop. I, um, when I first started doing this, I just told them, Hey, I'm doing this hobby thing. I'm doing this podcasting. It's about tech. It's about my job. You know, I'm doing these things. And actually the early versions of what I was doing podcasting were about my job. Mm. So it was all around Oracle stuff. And, um, uh, especially the blog. I did a lot of blogging around Oracle. And so it just, it just kind of became, it just, I just kind of eased it in, you know, that way is the way it worked. And then I went to the other extreme. I went from work to, I did a fitness podcast. I did a financial podcast. We did this tech podcast. And now it's kind of come full circle. It's back. I do the tech podcast still, but now I'm back to podcasting at work. And, uh, and so that was the ultimate form of legitimacy uh, was them, you know, them allowing me to do what I do at work, which was, uh, was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, actually Mike, what's your buddy, Mike, uh, Mr. J- Mike, Michael Ray. Uh, nope. The other one. Oh, Mike Weger. Mm, nope. No, Mike Howard. Mike Howard. There we go. I can remember his last name. Um, is actually in the chat wing chat. Oh, only cause I sent him. Okay. We were talking off. We were talking <laughs> offline. On, and Mike and I, we were talking offline on, uh, on Skype first. And then, I jumped over to the chat because you can still get to the Chatwing chat, right? Yeah. If you go to chatwing.com slash school of podcasting, the chat's there. It works, right? It's not dependent on your site. Yeah. So I popped over there just to see if anybody else would pop in. And uh, But I definitely want to come over to the Google Plus page. Yeah. And I see that we have some people in the Mixer chat. And it's the joy of, of being all over the place. But he did ask, he goes, why did she leave? And she's very um, – there's a video. If you go to – I think it's just Geek's Life is uh, her new website. Um, um, She's very uh, diplomatic, doesn't throw anybody under the bus. But I guess they built a thing called the Geek House, which was just full of tech and all sorts of stuff, and they had their studio in it. And they made it, as she said, we took many steps forward, probably too fast. Uh, Yeah, geekslife.com. Way too soon, way too expensive. So she made it sound like, you know, we might have bit off a little more than she can. And, you know, her and her partner had a little, you know, she was talking about having to sell the business. And she said, no, 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 I, I built way too much to, to, you know, let somebody else come in and start telling me what to do. And she just said, no, I'm going on her. So she started her own uh, company, you know, decided to go with her own name. And uh, so I would, I, I, I don't know if she's going to be at NMX. I would like, I would love to interview her because, man, you, you want to talk about somebody who's got a lot of experience on how to pick a co-host. <laughs> and how yeah. to you know what to think about if you're going to partner with somebody right. um right. that could be uh she a, does nothing small you know when she goes she goes for it well and, you know and the as i discovered this because i actually use a, a picture of her in my presentation because i'm talking one of the fears is what if i fail you know what if i fail and i i point out that she's now in theory right gone through four branding options and before she even did geek brief she did a podcast that she ended up killing um she makes $5,000 a month on Patreon. I'm like, I'll take 60 G's a year to, to fail. You know, that'll be cool for me. Yeah. I, I can live with that. Uh, well, Dave, I think chances are 
especially in, in this medium, when we talk about podcasting, your podcast is going to go through a life cycle. It's just not going to last forever, right? This isn't something you're going to start and, and, and maybe a few of us will make it to 10 years, but really the majority, I mean, that percentage of people who start and make it to 10 years, it's got to be a single digit percentage and in a sub 1%, I'm going to say, right, of all the people that have started and done it. So, I think you you will go through life cycles with a podcast. I think we often go into this thinking that it's just going to keep going. And there are times to shut it down and there are times to change course. And, you know, I, I've had a show for four years, but we've changed the format a couple of times. I just love doing what I do. So I keep doing it. But we have certainly changed the format a couple of times at work at Gallup. We're going through a process right now. Where we're going to we're going to re you know, we're going to. uh re-engineer the format, right? It's a format change that's coming up. We've done a lot of talking about it. We want to do, it's been two years. Let's do something different. The listeners get tired of, of, a, of a very similar format all the time. You know, what's beauty, what the, the beauty of a call-in show is that we get a change in format every single week for yeah. the most part, because, you know, uh, that's the beauty of this. You know, look at Dave Ramsey. I mean, God, Dave Ramsey says the same thing every show. Yeah. Right? He, there's nothing original. And yet he has these hordes of followers because he's incredibly consistent yeah. in, in the things that he, I mean, I, if you're a Dave Ramsey listener and you've been listening to him for more than a month, chances are you are hooked on his people screaming, I'm debt free and yeah. all the, you know, all the Dave Ramsey isms that he's well, got. What's fun about that show is halfway through the collar, right? The guy's going, well, I did this and I got X amount of debt, blah, blah, blah. And you're already going, here's what Dave's going to say. And then it's kind of a fun little game because he's like, all right, well, there's, you know, the, the lottery is nothing. Yeah. And you're like, and he starts saying, like, yep, I was right. It's the same thing again. It's kind of weird. That's what I do, at least when I listen to that show. Make a drinking game out of it to make it, <laughs> to make it, to make it interesting. No, I love Dave Ramsey. He's got some good, he's got some good stuff to say, but it, it is it, with, with format, it don't be afraid. I guess I would say, don't be afraid to change your format. Don't be afraid to pod fade uh, an idea that's come to its conclusion. It's yep. like, hey, let's wrap this up. I want to do something different. I think we're well, that's a good group of them out there who are starting to question themselves. Like, oh, I, I don't know if I want to, you know, I'm an episode... I'm at episode 100 and, uh, you know, and they get embarrassed about having the man pod fade that sucker quick and start something new. Right. I mean, I would just not, I would not even hesitate and then come up with a good plan to migrate your listeners. Let them know, you know, I would cross over those podcasts, start something new, have something old, make sure you're giving people an opportunity and then realize this, right? So say you're, you're doing your podcast and you got 500 subscribers. Say every week you're, you're up to 500. When you start something new, Chances are out of those 500 subscribers that you have, really only 250 of them are maybe real, right? The other 250 are people who've signed up who are no longer listening, right? And it's still maybe downloading. There's still, it's an automatic pull on something. When you launch that next podcast, you're not going to pull all 500 of them over. In fact, you might only pull 50 over to start and that's okay. Engage those 50 people, right? Take it as an opportunity because you can't, when you start getting larger, you can't reach all your people. When you start a new podcast, use that as an opportunity to get to know your core audience one at a time. Really spend some time. Make yourself available so people can call you individually. I think, Dave, that's been a six secret of a six secret, whatever that is, Mm -hmm. a secret of your success in a lot of ways is you're not afraid to one-on-one it with your customers or with your listeners. Yeah, give me a call. Let's connect. Let's, you know. 
Uh, you can't, if you're going to be a podcaster and you're, you think you're, you're only going to go one way conversations with people, eh, your audience is never going to grow very big. You've got to make, even in the early days, John Lee Dumas met his audience. Oh, right? yeah. They knew who he was. He had conversations with them. I think you have to do that. Yeah. Yeah. That's it's, you know, I would love to be able to build an audience 5,000 at a time, but it's, um, you know, I, I, one of the things I talk about in my presentation is I got an email from somebody and they were commenting on my my weight loss podcast, which again is hilarious because I actually looked it up over the last year of my weight loss podcast. I've gained weight, <laughs> but I got an email from somebody that said, thanks to listening to my quote failure of a podcast, uh, not only have I lost 65 pounds, but my entire family is now more active and, and we're doing all this stuff. My whole family is working out now. And that's where I was like, okay, th- there was, you know, that's one podcast affected one person affected five people, you know, and it just kind of, and they, they'll, they take two friends and that's, it's, it'd be great to just jump right to 50. But I started off with one that led to five. Who's now going to tell other people. And it's, it just takes time. Yeah. Mike Phillips makes a great point. He's in the Google plus chat. He says, when trust radio is forced to migrate to the internet, which will happen eventually, mm. the uh, hobby podcasters will have even more trouble getting noticed. I don't know how, I mean, right now in the golden age of podcasting, there are so many podcasts out there right now is probably the worst time to get noticed just because everybody's doing a podcast. It's kind of crazy, but he says like NPR will dominate. There will be, I, I agree. There will be a consolidation where people are like, I really just want to listen to good stuff. I could listen to just average stuff, but I really want to listen to good stuff that's out there. So I, I, I agree with them. I think it's just going to get harder and harder to get noticed. You've mentioned this before, the hockey stick approach to stats in the early days because there were just so few out there and people were kind of rushing to it. Now, the potential we have with those numbers is even greater today. Just know this. There's only a certain – I've said this before here on the show. There's only a certain number of us who are going to get those thousands or tens of thousands, and there's even fewer of us who will get the hundreds of thousands of downloads in what we're doing it's a little bit of luck and it's a whole bunch of hustle in it. And, uh, and so I think just be realistic in what you're going into. You, you may get that. It cracks me up on the Facebook groups now and, and the Google plus groups too, as well as somebody comes in and they're like, I got 250 down. I have 250, uh, listening to me now. Is it time to start monetizing? Yeah. Well, here's <laughs> you're like, Oh, you're in for a long haul, yeah. my friend. There's a, a, a great, um, in the last episode of the feed, Rob was explaining, um, that basically for Libsyn, they're looking for 5,000 downloads an episode and 8% of podcasters get 5,000 downloads or yeah. more. Yeah. And that's what I'm like, well, there you go. So if you're waiting for sponsors, you might find another way to monetize. But yeah, uh, Devorah has a great question. We're talking about changing formats. What are your thoughts in regarding to change formats of a podcast after 50 or 100 interviews? I'm thinking of transitioning to a solo podcast. And to this, we go to our expert, Ryan Parker from foodcraftsman.com. Here is Ryan's advice, except I have my channel muted. Ryan's advice. No one will punch you in the face if you come back six weeks from now yeah. or a year from now and start podcasting again. You may have a, a little bigger hill to climb because your numbers may not be the same as they were when, they, when you stopped. But so what? Right. So, <laughs> yeah. again, so can I change my format? No one will punch you in the face. Can I change the time of my podcast? No one will punch you in the face. How about if I go three times a week? No one will punch you in the face. The beauty of it's your podcast. And 
no one will punch you in the face if you change it. That's the beauty of it. There's no there's no program director. There's no you know it's awesome. So yeah, um, people you know I started doing more interviews um, because you know what it's at times if I uh, if I find somebody who I really like and I think they have good stuff. It's kind of like, wow, I don't have to, I have to come up with good questions and I have to pull out the information that I want, but it is kind of a little easier in some cases if there's not a lot going on with the news and I don't want to say get a 2100 microphone again. Um, but yeah, you can change it up. I've been going about the past two months. I've been going interview, solo, interview, solo, interview, solo. Um, and I've yet to have somebody go, Hey, how come you're not doing more? They're just like, as long as you provide good content and value, uh, you know, well, that's that's the point. Yeah. They won't punch you in the face. They will vote with their feet and yeah. they will hammer you on Twitter. <laughs> so, you know, you better be ready. And I'm, I'm again, I'm not saying this to say don't do it right. We kind of we make fun of it. And Ryan, thanks for saying that saying that's going to be a show meme <laughs> yeah. forever, which is awesome. But um, they will vote with their feet. I, I, I did some things on Twitter where I uh, I changed the way I did some auto tweeting with some mm-hmm. stuff. And I just. I had some of my listeners just flat out tell me I stopped following you on Twitter because you're just spamming the crap out of me. And I, I, I guess I didn't realize for me with Twitter, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't know who's tweeting and who's not. It's just a stream that happens. I don't use it that way. But some of my listeners, some of my followers on Twitter were using it. I guess I think they were getting SMS every time I tweeted. Right? They wanted to. They, they apparently thought what I was saying was important. <laughs> and, uh, and so they put set up the SMS so they would be notified. Of, and a lot of times they were doing it because that's how I would tweet show times or changes in show or changes in the program or something like that. And then I took that trust that they'd given me and I just, I just smashed it up against the wall by doing all these auto tweets. And it was a little, it was one of those moments. I'm like, they didn't punch me in the face physically, but I got that punch in the face, you know, virtually by them saying, we just stopped following you. Yeah. And I think you're gonna if you're going to change formats, you have to be ready for that. Some people are going to be like, well, it's not really what I was listening for. And uh, But you got to go with your passion on that. If you, if you feel like that's what you need to do, do it. You're going to attract another set of people who like it the way you do it that way. So yep. can you change it? Yes. Should you change it? That's totally up to you. But your audience absolutely will vote with their feet. Yeah. In the end, ask your audience. Um, I thought it was cool. I had kind of, I hadn't pod faded it. It just, when new media expo came up, I was like, all right, I'm not going to be able to do all the shows I normally did. And it had been, I had not done an episode of feeding my faith. I don't think this year it had been months and I put out an episode. I jokingly called it the, the prodigal podcaster returns. And sure enough, I had a couple of people like, Hey, I'm glad you're bringing this back. You know, they weren't upset. Then I even said, I said, what do you guys want? I'm like, I'm thinking of changing the format. And they're like, just do your thing, man. Whatever you want to do. I'm here to listen. And, um, so yeah, it's, it's always kind of fun. And I always try, I I don't do it purposely, but I was thinking about this today. Um, as I was thinking about my presentation of like, how can I mix this up? How can I make it not like anybody else's presentation? And I've done things over the years that I just like, just, just so every show is not exactly the same, but yet it is the same. Like I still have a last five and five. I do the, because of my podcast thing, but you know, I used to use transition music. I've been kind of not doing that lately and doing other things for a while. I did the school. Just yeah, something. I you, you pulled that out. Yeah. So it's it's not something I just was, it's me going, you know what? I think I'll do it this way this week. You know, I, I know one week the actual, the school of podcasting singers or whatever it is from Music Radio Creative, they actually, the, the file I have says the school of podcasting with Dave Jackson. And then they went, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I just don't use that part at the beginning, but I, I used it. I think it was last week. 
I used the gag, gag, gag as a transition from one topic to the right. next, just right. to be a little well, different. Have, have fun with it. We, we, um, uh, I started a new segment based on actually the influence from this program that I've do, done with you, where I'm, I'm asking my listeners to call in their questions. And, uh, struggling a little bit with it. My guys don't necessarily want to do it. And I think it's just something you have to keep emphasizing and it mm-hmm. needs to get a little traction. And I'll try it probably for the rest of the year. And if it doesn't pick up, then I'll probably drop it. But um, uh, the other, I, have a, I have a listener who's been calling in questions in different voices. You know, so he <laughs> was, you know, he's using different accents and they're terrible accents, but they're <laughs> funny, right? And so we've been playing those. Well, I've got a guy, one of my most faithful followers on Twitter and on on everywhere, right? He's at he's early to every show, those kinds of things. He just hates that. You know, he's like, oh, we're gonna play the fake voices again. And he's saying this in chat. I'm like, hey man, everybody can see this, <laughs> you know? Right. And he'll write in chat, oh, we're gonna, we're gonna do the fake voices again. When can this be over? You know? And so you're also gonna try some things again that are there's some people are gonna like them and some people aren't. You have to kind of be thick skinned enough. And I kind of, I kind of just say, well, I'm, we're going to do this from time to time. It's just, it's going to be part of the show. I like it, and it's going to be part of the show. And so you have to measure that. There's no right answer. You know, you kind of have to decide. This is the hard part. You have to make the decision and then live with the, the consequences. That's it. Uh, speaking of having people call in, you can hear your smiling voice right here. Uh, we do have open phone lines at the moment. It's uh, 347-850-8007. It is 347-850-8007. 8007. And um, I know Daniel in the chat room is going to be at New Media Expo. Uh, anybody else going to be there? Uh, throw that in the chat room. And it's going to be fun. I get there Sunday at 9. I go straight from the airport to uh, the floor. I'm not sure how to do this, but Rick said, pass off your luggage to some sort of, um, what do you call, not a busboy. Uh, concierge. Concierge maybe. and go, here, hold these while I go to work. And then whenever my room's ready, I'll go do that. But uh so that's going to be uh, interesting. You're not going to have. Let's let's be honest. You're not going to have time to talk to people. You are going to be running. They're going to. It's a nightmare when you do these things. You just just get that in your mind. Yeah. People are going to come try and find and talk to you. You're going to feel bad, and you're going to have ten seconds to be. You know, people are going to come to you. Hey, you said come find me, and you're going to be like, Hey, I appreciate that, but I currently have a fire I'm trying to put out, and yeah. I got to go. If you're a listener here, just don't expect much from Dave at the conference. Yeah. He's going to be a busy guy. Trying to make sure this is a whole different level. Most people don't understand how hard this is. The job that you have <laughs> is super, super <laughs> hard. They just don't realize this. And it's not just like details. It's dealing with people. And and you're going to have angry people and people who are, keep asking you, when is Podcast Alley going to be open? And those kinds of things, right? You're just going to have it. So you have to deal with it. Podcast Alley is open. If you go to uh, – actually, if the easiest place to find it right now, go to blogworld.com. It's the latest post on the schedule on that. And here's something to, to think about. I was kind of interested with this and in, in how we promoted this, you know, is something we will do differently next year. Um, but I'm not saying you're going to get a million listeners from, you know, recording a show live. As far as I know, it's not live streamed unless you want to use your own Spreaker account or Mixler. Um, but there's going to be a stage from what I understand um, with a table and, you know, a couple mixers and a couple PR forties and, and uh, a recorder um, you can bring your own SD card or your own recorder if you want. Um, and it's interesting because some people, A, don't want to do it because it's in front of people. They're not t- used to talking live. Um, and, but to me, I'm like, yeah, but you could actually say 
in theory and not lie, I was a featured speaker at New Media Expo. You know, and I'm like going, it's an opportunity. It's a stage. And I'm surprised people aren't going because at first people were like, let me know, let me know, let me know. And I did. And we, we still have open spots. That's one of the reasons why it took so long to post it because we, we didn't want to post a, a schedule with empty spots. And those are now slowly filling up. But uh, I thought uh, that was interesting. But uh, let, we do have a caller. Um, let me uh, switch gears here. Ending in uh one, two, four, nine. You're on with Dave and Jim. What's your uh, name and what's your question? Yep. Um, that's interesting. You're not muted. You're ending in one, two, four, nine. You're on with Dave and Jim. Uh, what's your name and what's your question? Let me jiggle cable just to make sure. That's working. Oh, live is always fun. Oh, wait, I hear something. Let's try that again. You're on with Dave and Jim. I hear the phone now. Hmm. Ending in one, on their side. Yeah, ending on one two four nine. Well, well, it's weird. Hello, there he is. Oh, there Hello? we go. Oh, I'm sorry, didn't realize. <laughs> what what you're pro- what you're sorry. probably doing is listening to the video on. Uh, no, my, I'm on actually on the phone, and I'm okay. hearing um I'm hearing it live on the phone. Good. What can we help you with? What's your name? Okay, so my name is Mark. Mark, how are you? And, um, good, good. So um, I have a question or I have a situation where I want to transfer my podcast. I have like about nine podcasts in another service. Okay. And um, I want to transfer this uh, podcast to another service. And there is a concern there that I would lose the name. Um, and I also need to request a redirect from that service. And I'm not sure if it will be done. And yeah, who's so like? What are my options? Who, who, if I remember right, Mark, I think you contacted me via email. Is this Potomatic? That's correct. Yes. Yeah, Potomatic in my book, I believe, is the devil because they won't transfer. Easy. They they won't. Uh, <laughs> in my in my uh, travels, I have found them to not be friendly. This is where Dave and I totally disagree. Yeah. Well, I don't know that there's a redirect, and most companies that don't have a redirect, with my travels of people who have tried to leave Blog Talk Radio, uh-huh. who have tried to leave Potomatic they don't redirect your feed. So it's, that means you're going to lose some of your audience. Uh, and what you're going to end up doing is doing your podcast in two places for a little bit. So you can have an episode and at the beginning of it, you'll have kind of two versions is what I usually tell people to do that says, Hey, as of this date, I'm and maybe make it six weeks out. As of this date, I'm going to, you know, I'm moving to a new website. I've got a new service and you're going to need to resubscribe to get the future episodes. So I really want to have you. I thank you so much for listening. But if you want to get future episodes, you have to go over and redirect them to a page that gives them directions. Here's how you subscribe. Don't assume they know how. And then for six weeks, and then on your actual show, the new the new site, you don't have to put that because they've already probably subscribed. You could put it there if you wanted to. Um, but then after six weeks or however long, depending on what you want to do, either A, switch to the free version of Podomatic and just keep pulling down old files, but keep saying, go over here to, to get the new shows. Um, but you're going to, when you, any, anybody I know that have gone, has gone through this process, they end up with less listeners on the other side. So Jim, I'll let you chime in. Right. I know you do disagree. Yeah. I, well, you know, and it's a, it's a loving disagreement. Dave. Yes. We're, we're, we're okay with this, but, <laughs> uh, and only cause I did this, right. I was a Podomatic uh, user for, for about a year and then realized, okay, this isn't going to work long-term. I'm going to outgrow this. It's going to get expensive. And so I moved on to self-hosting as well. 
uh, I would do exactly what Dave is doing or was saying is I would, I, and this is what I did is I created a file all by itself and I just posted it into the stream that says I'm moving. And so here's what you need okay. to do to, to move over. And then I left it and I didn't post another episode for, oh, maybe two or three months that, uh, that I just left it alone. And then what I did, what was weird, I was because I was fully intending to shut Podomatic down. And I went back, oh, about six months later, and I was still getting listens, which was really kind of weird. And I thought, huh, I wonder if, all right, I wonder what's going on here. And so I've downgraded to the free version. But I do what Dave said is I drop the, you know, I drop the file off the backside and add a new one. And so I always have about six of my shows still on Podomatic. And I get 150 listeners out there right now. Is that a gigantic number? No. But is it a number? Yes. And is that where people want to connect with me? Absolutely. And it's been a consistent 150. In fact, I've almost gone through my my bandwidth cap at Podomatic in months. I asked Dave a question months ago. I said, Dave, should I just, you think I should subscribe out there because I'm getting listens? And I think the answer is yes. So mm-hmm. I would not totally abandon your listeners out there. That is the way they've chosen to listen to you. Yeah. Mark, what's Don't the Don't penalize them for that. Mark, what's the name of your show? It's, um, what is it? It's uh, Energy Policy. Okay, so what I'm going to do, I'm assuming it's an iTunes, right? Um, yes, it's, it's, on, it's on iTunes. Is it the Energy Policy Podcast? Yes. Okay, because it looks like your feed, well, there's a bunch of these in here. It looks like the feed that iTunes is using is from Sound. Oh, no, here we go. Is it the Center on Global Energy Policy? Global Energy. Okay. Yeah. The bad news is you're using Podomatic's RSS feed. And in in, in the two or three people that I've had people that have sent Podomatic a message and said, can you please redirect me? Uh, They've politely said, no, uh, no, no. No, So you you have no hope. You need to move that feed physically from just contact iTunes, send them an email uh, podcast that I at Apple? Is it podcasts yeah. at apple.com? Yes. Mm-hmm. And say, hey, can you guys please redirect this feed? Um, that was the easiest way I, I know to do it. And they've done it for me every single time. And they just they just switch it. Right. The good news is that will redirect new listeners. I don't think everybody else is still subscribed to the old one. So it's, it's, Which is why you need to put the note. Yeah, yeah that whole yep. note thing. Yep. And right. Then, uh, yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you I have your own? Put in a note and just yeah. alert and everyone. And then, uh, really moving, yeah. So. Do you have your own website? Yes, it's, okay. it's part of like the university, um, and uh, yeah, so there is a website okay. uh, you, for the podcast, but the thing is we don't want to host the, the, the file on the website, right? which is why I was uh, trying to transition to, um, what is it, Libsyn? Yep. Uh, what's that? Yes, that service. Yeah. Use the... Uh, the and, co- um, I have to ahead. say it. <laughs> Use the coupon code SOPFREE to get a, a free month at Libsyn.com. Libsyn is L-I-B-S-Y-N.com. And I get a small yes. kickback for that. So, oh, great! Thanks. I will and, certainly. Yeah. Um, okay. So I guess um, the last thing is my my concern is that would I lose the actual name of the podcast? Maybe not because it's on iTunes. Right. I don't think uh, automatic yeah. controls that. Yeah. No, that's that's yours. Numbering. Yep. And the only thing is when you when you redirect the feed to something else, make sure the old episodes are there. So, like, upload them to Libsyn. You'll you'll create the the posts on your website, and then just change the feed. And that way, when iTunes says, "Hey, you're not over here on you know Podomatic," I'm over here. 
the the end user really won't see a whole lot of difference because it's the same episodes. They're just in a new location. You don't want to redirect to a website with no episodes because then when it updates, it'll be empty. Right. I got some uh, instructions from uh, Lipson and they pretty much kind of laid out some some details. And one of the last things was like request a, a 301, not the 301, they didn't say 301, but yeah. a redirect from uh, automatic. Yeah. And they will politely say um, no. But I just, <laughs> <laughs> but I just think um, um, that will, might be a bit challenging. So I just wanted to check on my other options. Yeah. Uh, what will happen? I guess it. Uh, I guess this is a solution for maybe um, iTunes or, or iOS uh, users. What happens in the world of Android? Is there going to be any difference? Uh, Accessing it. It all depends on how those Android users have set up in their podcatchers to get this done. So if you uh-huh. if you have Stitcher, like if so if you've subscribed over at Stitcher, you need to get them to update your feed. I mean, basically every place you've had to manually put your feed, right? Stitcher would be one of those. You've got to submit your feed to them. You'll need to give them the new feed and have them update it. It was really I had, I had a hard time getting Stitcher to update a couple of my feeds. I had to send them an email to their I think it's content at Stitcher.com or something like that. It's on the website. Um, you'll have okay, to be great. vigilant about them getting the to do that. So if you've submitted the feed to them, right, it'll automatically change. If it's a podcatcher and they have um, they subscribe to like the iTunes um, catalog. But they're caching your feed in their player. Yeah, you're going to have to get them to update it, right? But they'll get that message from you that says, hey, go in. I've changed feeds. Go in and update it. There's a new one, right? They'll get that from you, and then they'll update it. So you will have to rely on Android. You'll have to rely on your users in some of those cases to change its other feed as well. It's much messier on Android than it is on the iPhone, for sure. Right. Okay, great. Thank you so much. I, uh, the good news is I don't think we um, uploaded anything to Stitcher, so that that's good. That's one less. Well, well, you, so you would you would give them point on. Yeah, you would give them your Stitcher. feed, right? Stitcher takes your feed. Yeah. You don't upload anything to them; they automatically pull it from your feed. Oh, yeah. the feed. Okay, good. I see. Awesome. I see. Okay, All right. great. All right, thank you so much, Dave. I'm sorry I forgot. Um, I didn't get the other name. Uh Jim. Jim. Jim, thank you, Dave and Jim. Really appreciate it. Thank you so much. I really appreciate all your help. Yep. And um, Dave, I'm sure I'll be speaking to you once you get back from your trip. Yeah. Have fun. Awesome. And um, safe trip. Yeah, thanks, Mark. Thank you so much. You thanks, Mark. Good talking to you. Ending ending in 5983. You're on with Dave and Jim. What's your name and what's your question? Hey, guys. Jason Bryant. How are you guys doing this morning? Oh, we're uh, we're having a party. And, uh, yeah, how's that brute force attack going for you, Dave? I, I love brute forces attack. Every time I get rid of one, I'm like, oh, if only I could have another brute force attack that makes my website go. <laughs> so, yeah. I just tapped me up. I was actually curious if you were even going to do a show today because obviously with heading out to NMX, I'm like, oh, I wonder if Dave's going to do a show. So I went to the site, looked to see if there was any notice or anything. I was like, what is this download? What am I downloading? What, yeah. What? No. Let me try Firefox. Let me try Safari. What? what? Yeah. Uh, Click, click, click. Hey, Dave, check this out. <laughs> so, uh, but uh, anyway, yeah, I'm uh, not a real question today. I haven't called in a, in a while because I've been traveling. But uh, one thing, I, I'm just kind of stoked for NMX. I mean, uh, my first trip out there, uh, curious to meet some folks that, uh, you know, I've only interacted with uh, online for the last uh, year or so. But what was interesting is, uh, you know, I've, one of my parts of the story I tell is I've been, you know, accidentally podcasting since 2008 and I went through and I started looking at my old files and I actually 
found them all, my old archives from my first show at Wrestling 411 to shows that I've recorded for a friend for the Hall of Fame to the, the short-lived Matt Chat podcast. And I'm sitting there going, huh, um, it, it's kind of weird. I didn't even think about it, but I've put out over 500 episodes. So um, I don't know if accidentally podcasting is, is the way to do it nowadays. So um, just add, a, add a, maybe a curious question. I've been using some of my leftover storage at the end of each month. I've got, you know, say you've got 75 gigs left, or some gigs. 75 megs left over at the end of the month. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna, I'm basically re-releasing uh, some archived shows as its own separate podcast feed from a show that I did in 2008. And I'm editing them up, I'm cleaning them up, I'm getting rid of the the copyrighted music. I'm, you know, doing a little. I obviously know about editing now, so uh, I'm curious on maybe if you're doing an archive show or you're re-releasing types of stuff, how often do you think you should put out an episode? Obviously, I'm contingent now. Of, I can probably put two or three episodes out if uh, I remember to put them up at the end of the month. So I'm just, I'm just curious on what your take on that is, as far as if you're going to do an archive feed, um, you know, kind of uh, something that's old to try to make it timely. I mean, what, what do you think the course of action would be with episode release? Uh, Jim thoughts. Uh, it's you a- know, anytime you get those questions of what do you think is the best? Yeah. yeah there's, so many factors that go into that. Um, you know, Jason, how do you feel like when you, from an audience perspective, what do you think the tolerance of your audience is when you think about that? Well, I think, uh, you know, a lot of this stuff is evergreen, but, you know, I, I think back at some of these things seven years ago and some of the, I remember doing these shows and I remember listening to some of this, going, man, that's great, man, that's great, man, that's great. And then when the company died, the hosting company kind of went with it and Luckily, I had the old old MP3 files, and so I'm thinking about not every show is going to be really. If it's something like a, a preview of a tournament that happened seven years ago, we're not going to put that up. But it's mainly just the interviews because there's still stuff I think that's relevant and golden in those interviews that aren't necessarily timely for that particular era. So uh, right now, I've put out six shows. I guess uh, two for the last month on this this wrestling 411 episode, and then I'm looking at. The on the match show that I, that is still current, uh, you know they have one show a week. But then I went back and looked and I had their archives from 2010, and there's a gap between 2010 and 2012. And I'm like, well, I'm, let's start feeding those into the back, uh, the back catalog. So I mean, basically, I'm trying to find a way to archive everything I've ever done through my through my network page, whether it be the show is is pod faded or not. So. Um, I think yeah. the release, to me, honestly, is contingent on the amount of space I have left over on, on my account because I have accounts of Blueberry and Libsyn. I mean, yes, yeah, yeah. I mean, it kind of always goes back to what is your. It's like Jim said, it, it, when in doubt, ask your audience. Um, the, and I understand you're trying to get everything on Libsyn or Blueberry. I'm like, if you're looking for an archive, there's always you know Dropbox and Mediafire and all that stuff too. Um, <laughs> Don't you Dropbox? Yeah. Uh, well, uh, some of it's it's just consistency because I'm I've been using Blueberry since I jumped in. I've been using Libs for my individual shows. I just want to make sure that I stay true to the to honestly the the people in podcasting that that do work for podcasters. So this is why I make sure I patronize Libsyn and I and I and I use Blueberry, yeah, right. even though I mean I was only Blueberry and then I jumped over some stuff for Libsyn and I'm like you know what I'm not comfortable just moving everything over. Right. I'm going to still use both companies for because they both provide me with what I need for certain things. So. 
Yeah. Um, I, I want to stay. I want to keep keep uniformity right. with the episodes. So that's my thought there. Well, I, I thought your idea was just to have it archived. I'm like, no. If you still want to put it out, yeah, definitely do not. <laughs> Jason, are you putting a current wrapper around those shows? So, in other words, are you are you just bringing them across and re-releasing them as they were and as they were recorded? Or are you embedding them, you know, like, are you doing a new opening saying, hey, this was an interview that we did in 2009 and adding any commentary to it before you release it? That's, so exact that is same exactly, exactly what I'm, yeah, exactly what I'm doing. I'm putting a little buffer in because, you know, if, if you pick it up and listen to it without any introduction, you're like, wait a minute, this guy's not even coaching at this school anymore. Yeah, right. But, you know, it's like, this guy's not in college anymore. I mean, you know, some of, some of these things that, you know, some of the names still get into draws because people will talk about, man, that interview you had with, with that Iowa wrestler, you know, a couple of years ago, I remember they, people still talk about it. I was like, we're going to go back and listen to that again. And that's kind of what planted the seed. I was like, wait, I have all this stuff. Now it's just the time it takes to put it in into place because, you know, I'm doing uh, eight shows now. I'm up to eight. I just launched a new one last week. So, uh, you know, this whole, the whole network thing is just uh, snowballing. But, uh, you know, it's, it's some of that older stuff, I think, is, is just gold because you've got – you know, you've had Hall of Famers. You've got people that are, have since passed away, and there's like this is the only place that their their story is actually nice. archived. And I have it, and I just want to put it out there. So I'm just, yeah. you know, the, think, the archival things are just interesting to me. I, I think it's a great idea in what you're doing. You know, it's a, a buddy of mine wrote a blog post called the it, Andy Sokolovich wrote. It's called the Content Double Tap, which is taking advantage of something you've done in the past that has faded. And bringing it back, right? It's just it's it saves it saves you a ton of time. It saves you a ton of effort, and it's great stuff that you might have new listeners now that didn't hear it back then, or it was in a different network, or used in a different way. So, I also think you get an advantage to adding additional value to it that it didn't get in the day. So, open with it. Dave does this with his interviews, where he'll break in on the interview and add additional content to it, and I think that's not a bad idea too. In your setting, maybe not as snarky as Dave does it sometimes where it's just in and out, <laughs> quick shots in, right? But I think very uh, breaking those interviews up into segments and adding today's context to it would add an enormous amount of value to what you're doing. And, 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 and by the way, Dave, I really love when you do that. So don't, don't take that the wrong way. <laughs> I've had people tell me, because I, I, like probably the one I'm putting out today, I'm probably not going to do that because that means I have to listen to the interview with you. I have a really good interview today. It's going out on Monday, and I'm like, you know, I, I need to pack and, you know. God bless my wife, for the record. I should say this publicly. My wife did all my laundry, uh, and so I don't have to do that today, which is good. But, um, no, it sounds like a great idea. Cause, uh, good, good, good plan, yeah, for sure. Yeah, uh, I would, you know, especially you're doing everything I would do, which is, you know, you're not putting out as brand new stuff. But if it's, if it's you know, in the end, it all comes down to delivering value. And especially if the person's dead, that sounds weird, but – you know, now you have information that you can't get other places. That is value. And, uh, I mean, Mark Marin, he always says he's not doing to capitalize on it, but in the end, he's kind of capitalized every time somebody's dead. And I mean, the minute Robin Williams died, the first thing Mark Marin did was repost his interview because people are looking for that name. It's in the news. And so, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's a one, two punch. You've got information you can't get other places and, uh, it's gold. So, but looking forward to shaking your hand, buddy, in Vegas. Yeah, I'll be uh, I'll be getting there. I, I leave late uh, Sunday night because I got to cover the World Cup remotely from LA. So it's like I'll be getting there around midnight and then uh, heading over to the plaza. I took Todd Cochran's advice there and stayed a little bit off the beaten path. Which I tell you, I'm saving a ton of money 
Uh, and yeah. then uh, I, I'd stay away from the, the smoking center that is the Circus Circus. But uh, anyway. <laughs> All right, my man. Anything else we can Hi, help Jason. you with? No, I'm good. I'm just uh, about to go get my hair cut. Go to Trader Joe's. Do some funny dudes before I leave for a week. Excellent. All right, my man. All right. Take care, man. Good talking to you. All right, thanks, guys. And of course, it's uh, the end of the show, and they're calling in uh, left and right. That's I dig that guy's voice, by the way. He yeah. is the best radio voice. Uh-huh. He has the best sports yeah. radio voice. I mean, it's just, it was like it was made for that. Yeah, he's got that cool, intense sports voice without shouting. Yeah, you know? all right, it's awesome. <laughs> Ending at eight zero six five. You're on with Dave and Jim. What's your name and what's your question? Hey, Dave and Jim. This is Bill. And heck of a way to shut down the uh, the chat room. <laughs> Isn't it fun? You were complaining. You complaining last week about us chatting too much and not calling in. So this is one way to get us to call in. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, just uh, just you know, go out and get a brute force attack, and uh, your Cut problems are chat. solved. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's just what you need before you go to MNX, yeah. right? Hey, and congrats on winning a ticket, buddy. I know, amazing. I don't win much. That's just uh, absolutely amazing. Well, anyway, I just wanted to say hi. Look forward to my uh, nine-hour drive from Reno to Las Vegas. So the podcast. Which I always enjoy. There you go. Yeah, get a and, uh, see you in Las Vegas. Yeah, awesome. Now, 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 if I can just get my three podcasts edited today, I'll be happy. That's it. We're all scrambling to to do stuff. I know I didn't get asked the podcast. I don't. I know last week's isn't out yet. I got to do that. Record the school podcasting, and then I'm done. No weekly web tools. Amazing. No, you know so. Uh, and and in the meantime, I'll be playing with HostGator going, is my website fixed yet? Because I'm going to hand out a bunch of business cards that are pointing people to it. So that'll be so fun. How do you fix, one, one question is, how you, you probably said this earlier, but how are you fixing your website? What are you just turning it over to HostGator? Yeah, I'm just special? going, it's nothing that I can do. At least not that I, uh, you know, they're they're looking into some stuff for me. Um, this is where you let the experts handle it. You know, they, these are guys that deal with brute force attacks every day. I'm assuming they know what they're doing. And... Uh, I I thought I had, I know I do. I have some plugins that are supposed to stop this. I know the one plugin that I was using that was working really, really good, uh, WordPress, it was working so good that WordPress bought them and moved it into Jetpack. And I'm not officially sure if I'm a fan of Jetpack or not. It seems kind of like a bunch of stuff that you don't need, but I may install it just to put that plugin back in because it worked really, really well. Because they just said, yeah. they, they've told us for months that, hey, that plugin isn't going to work anymore. If you want to use it, you have to install Jetpack. And I'm going to say that was a month ago when it quit working. And lo and behold, here I am under another brute force attack. And I'm like, ugh. So. Right. Right. So what's the name of the plugin? And of course, you have a Kismet in there. Uh, I have a Kismet. Um, I would tell you what it is, but I can't log into my website. Um, Jetpack. It's under Jetpack. Yeah, it's it's under Jetpack. I forget the name of it. I talked about it before on the School of Podcasting. I forget the name of it. But it was really cool. It, it's kind of like a kismet where people that are brute force attacking you um, get added to a list. And so it, it's that kind of, you know, uh, naughty list, for lack of a better phrase. And, and when they see that IP coming or whatever it is, that just automatically stops them from going to your website. So it was a great plug-in. I love the idea. It's And, again, it's owned by Automatic now, so it's awesome. I'm just kind of bummed I got to go through Jetpack. And I'm I'm not super Jetpack literate. I've never really played with them much. I, you know, I always just used other plugins, but on the other hand, since Jetpack is kind of created by, uh, um, yeah. And Daniel says you can disable the models you, uh, you don't need. Um, so yeah, WordPress dot WordPress dot, uh, org. So so do you have a chat room going somewhere? I do. We're at, um, 
it's it's on the um it was under Twitter. I put it in the Facebook group on the School of Podcasting. We're using just the Google event um page today. So Okay, well I'll check in and uh yeah. see you in Las Vegas. Awesome, my man. Well yeah, uh, take care. Yep, have a safe trip. See you. I do want to say one other thing, and I forgot about this about Potomatic. Um I knew there was a reason why they weren't completely the devil. Um that is if you upgrade temporarily to their premium plan. Um, so for Mark, if you're still listening, um, if you upgrade to the premium plan, whatever it is, the lowest one, you can put in the what's called the iTunes new feed URL. It's a little bit of code, and it will put that into your feed. So anybody that subscribed to the Podomatic feed will you know, get it, get that, hey, we're over here now kind of thing. So that's another way to uh, to change the feed. I'm not sure. If the podcatcher would update that as well. So if you're in, yeah. but it, you can put that into your feed. You just have to upgrade. So whatever the, you know, the smallest upgrade plan is their business plan. You could do that. You and spend uh, about two months telling everybody and yeah. then you just drop it. And, so, and you're going to pick up your most, your most engaged listeners are going to make the move. Yeah. They're going to make it. They, if they listen to it, they're engaged in it. They're going to make the move. If they're not, they're not going to make the move and that's fine. They're not engaged. They're not listening. You know, having listeners, having numbers of people who don't listen is not what you want. You yeah. want a number that's accurate based on who's listening. Yeah. Uh, Dan Kramer in the uh, in the chat room. Dan, thank you so much for this. Says Brute Protect was the name of the plugin that mm-hmm. uh, got uh, purchased and integrated into Jetpack. So I, that, that may be something I will be uh, putting in, uh, especially because if you can disable the modules. I haven't played with Jetpack in a long time. So yeah, and that this this and that and that's why they bought that plugin because now I'm going to go in and. And play with it, and if I can disable the stuff, um, yeah. Word fence is another one, and I thought I'm pretty sure I had Word fence installed on the school. I had a bunch of them for a while because I just for whatever reason I don't know who loves me that keeps trying to shut me down, but they keep unfortunately having a pretty good job of doing that. So um, it may not be you, Dave. It may be your provider. You yeah, know, you. You know, uh, not to not make you feel special. Right. I'm not not trying to do that. <laughs> but, uh, it, you know, you may be on uh, if your host provider is not doing their job of locking down yeah. the back end. Uh, it may, you know, the, the whole service may be getting attacked and they may be trying to get to your site from underneath. Yeah. And so it's just it's not always it's just not always you in the, in doing it. But WordPress is a is a pretty attackable platform. Yeah, that's the there's a lot of things you can do, but it's also it's like Windows. You know, it's since it's the most popular blogging platform, it gets a lot of yep. um it gets a lot of attacks. Absolutely. Well, hey, uh we would like to go over time today, but uh we got a little expo to get to. Yeah, you know, we got stuff to do. Got laundry to to do and things like that. So I want to thank especially everyone who followed us over here today. Uh, sorry for making your life uh, a little uh, uh, complicated today. But, um, you know, sometimes it's, it's like we said, it's the joy of having a backup plan and it's the joy of having Twitter and all these other things. And um, I was really tempted to, like, bust out my old HTML stuff and try to put a manual redirect to go over to someplace else. But I don't think that would have worked. But, uh, you know, and this is always fun when you discover this at, you know, 10 till 10 like okay well so but uh thanks to everyone in the chat room again if you are at new media expo um and like jim said feel free to say hi to me please don't be offended if i say i gotta do this first but if it's post like if the sessions are over and you see me just hanging out chatting with friends please i will definitely hang out with you then uh i will not go to dinner with you though everybody keeps wanting to take me to dinner and i'm like uh, if, if you're with a group of people 
But uh, does that sound weird to say I don't want to go to dinner with you? No. Okay. No, you're just, it's, listen, you're working. Yeah. This is a conference. You need to focus. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of things going on. Yeah. You're just working. <laughs> this is, the days of you just coming to the conference and goofing off are over. You're working now. Like if you, if, 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 now, if you want to go with a bunch of us to dinner, I'm all for that. I want to stay in groups the whole time. But uh, uh, it's going to be fun. I'm really, I get a little like pressure in the chest when I really think about it, but it'll be fun. Uh, and be uh, we will see you not next week. But in two weeks with another episode of Ask the Podcast Coach, because I'll be at the New Media Expo pretty much or recovering. So we'll see you then. Take care.